Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. We're heading far into the unknown. I have a new composer for you in this episode. New to most of us, I suspect. Recently, thanks to the BBC Proms, I got introduced to music by the Icelandic composer, Anna Torvaldsdottir, and I really liked it. So here we are. Torvaldsdottir has written a number of recent works for Big Orchestra, and her new pieces get their early performances by the leading or most high-profile orchestras and conductors and groups around the world. She's distinctive, individual, and worthy of our attention. At the proms, they gave the first performance of her latest piece, Arcora, but that will disappear from the internet soon, so instead we'll listen to an earlier work where proper recordings are available. Metacosmos is a piece from 2017. Anna Torvalds says it's built around the natural balance between beauty and chaos, how elements in seemingly utter chaos can create a unified, structured whole. And here, in her own words, she explores the idea of falling into a black hole, the unknown, with endless constellations and layers of opposing forces connecting and communicating with each other, expanding and contracting, projecting a struggle for power as the different sources pull on you and you realise that you are being drawn into a force that is beyond your control. That feels like a big idea, and Torvaldstater writes music on a correspondingly big canvas. She's really good at exploring sound and the different textures and atmospheres you can get out of instruments. In Metacosmos, she uses an orchestra that's not excessive in size for a modern band, but has added bottom. Alto flute, bass clarinet, contrabassoon, an extra tuba. There are two trumpets in her orchestra, but you're hardly aware of them. I think they play in the lowest part of their range. It's the most untrumpety writing. I point this out because in her two latest pieces for large orchestra, she simply doesn't have trumpets at all. I think for now, they just don't feature in her fascinating sound world. We'll hear that much of her music grumbles, murmurs and growls along the forest floor, as it were. The forest floor can appear to be empty with nothing happening. But when you look more closely, there's hundreds of tiny creatures and it's teeming with life. You just have to be still and pay attention. And I think this music works in a similar way. It calls on us to be attentive, draws out our stillness, and leaves us at the end silently marvelling. Metacosmos has parts for three prominent percussionists, each playing combinations of bass drums and gongs. Torvaldstatir stipulates a whole range of different sticks or mallets she wants to be used when, plus also that gongs be played with violin bows across the edges and stiff wire brushes, and that drums be covered in strips of waxed paper to muffle the sound slightly, or to place a cymbal on them to give it a metallic sheen. Everything is meticulously considered. The wind players are sometimes asked just to breathe into their instruments, to give the sound of air rather than of pitched musical notes. And at other times, the woodwinds burble and flutter like strange, unspecified sounds of primordial nature. 
and the strings divided into ten rather than the normal five lines. Bend and shift in and out of normal harmonies. They slide and oscillate. The music is slow, low, spacious, because this is space, right? We're talking black holes here. Only we're not only in space. Torvalds Dottir is of course also writing about human experience, of being drawn relentlessly into the unknown by forces beyond our control. She's also at pains to stress that the music is not descriptive. The qualities of the music are first and foremost musical, she says. Like the Danish composer Carl Nielsen a hundred years ago, see Cacophony episode 100 I think, and plenty of others too, she's simultaneously telling us what inspired the music, what's happening in it, and asking us to pay no attention to that and let the music guide us. It's a tricky thing, this. Composers want us to get it, without being told what it is. If it were easy to put into words, they wouldn't have needed to write music. But then concert promoters need programme notes, and journalists and broadcasters and, yes... Podcasters ask composers to explain what it's all about. And there's no denying, it's helpful to know what's going on inside the head of the composer while they're writing. Back to Metacosmos. Writing in the score, Torvaldsdottir asks the players to be particularly aware of how each musical line or phrase is delivered to them and passed on to the next player. When you see a long sustained pitch, she says, and there are plenty of those, Think of it as a fragile flower that you need to carry in your hands and walk the distance on a thin rope without dropping it or falling. It is a way of measuring the tiny changes that happen as you walk further along the rope. Absolute tranquility, with the necessary amount of concentration needed to perform the task. This sounds to me as if she's asking her musicians to play this perhaps dense-looking music with lightness and love. And if we too listen with the same care that she asks of the players, we can pick up more and more of the tiny changes as we journey along the tightrope. We'll see more of that teeming life on the quiet forest floor. This universal, spacious music feels emotional and personal to me. A couple of the big moments are highlighted in the score. We'll hear in the music as an increasing sense of unease, maybe even a deep sadness gets pulled along into the point of no return, faster and percussion-driven. And then again as we get to beyond, arriving on the other side. None of us know when we go through huge challenges or experiences that may feel like we're going through a black hole, what's going to lie on the other side. And these things aren't always bad. What lies beyond here? For a start, there's a moment of brightness, a halo of sound, maybe, a shimmer. Before, for the first proper time, we get something approaching a conventional, hummable tune. It feels like a look back, at this side from the other side, maybe. And in fact, the mournful strings are taking up something that we heard earlier, in a section titled Glimpses. Glimpses, perhaps, of the other side from this side, if that's making any sense at all. As the music at the end slides up out of range and into silence, we're left ultimately, I think, with that great unanswered question. What's on the other side? 
I find this piece profound and moving. I'd love to hear what you think, how this piece makes you feel. So do please get in touch with a voice message, a comment at cacophonyonline.com, or on Facebook or Twitter. All the links are in the notes. Now click on a link in the podcast notes to have a listen to Metacosmos by Anna Torvaldsdottir. If you'd like to help keep Cacophony going, you can send us some support via the link to coffee.com. Can you think of one person who you think would enjoy Metacosmos or Cacophony? Who are they? Please share Cacophony with them. Come back for more next time. And thanks for listening.